podcast again. Um, we're doing grudges today with Danny, Sam, and Devora. And just make sure, guys, we we reached our podcast all the way to Germany, Brazil. Tell me how, but it's because of you guys for sharing. Thank you. Just continue sharing, liking, commenting. You know, expose us to the world. Uh, yeah, guys. So today we're gonna be talking about grudges, like Shaylee said. Um, and I think, first of all, it's important that we understand what a grudge is. And so I just went to like the regular dictionary and it says a persistent feeling of ill will or resentment resulting from a past insult or injury. Um, but we're kind of focusing this. There's many different grudges we could have. We can have a grudge from anger. We can have a grudge literally from anything just because you want to have a grudge. Um, but we're kind of focus uh, this podcast mostly um, from our last episode, uh, jealousy, jealousy leading to grudges. Um, we did talk about how jealousy is like a very evil feeling and if we let it grow it could grow even to death right um, and the reason it could grow into death is because we hold it as a grudge we keep it in our hearts um, another thing we had mentioned is that everybody feels jealousy at one point right um, but it's how we deal with that jealousy and I think that the first example we gave in the, um, the jealousy one uh, was about Cain and Abel right and we could see what happened with Cain and Abel is that Cain took his brother out into the field and he killed him right he held that even after God had told him like, hey, um, sin is going to be at the door crouching, um, but you have the power to overrule it. Like it's in you. You can do it. You can say no to that jealousy. You can say no to that grudge holding. But Cain literally said, YOLO, I don't care. I'm going to do what I want. And he went and he killed his brother. Um, but the, the part that uh, trips me out so much about this story is that <clears throat> when God asks Cain, like, where is your brother? He says to God, almost like taunting, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? And then the Lord exposes him, right? And in no way, shape, or form do we see that Cain feels like, oh, I'm sorry. No, instead, when he is punished, uh, Cain complains. He says like, oh, my punishment is greater than I can bear after he killed his brother. Where in this was, um, I'm sorry, Lord, or anything like this. And this is what grudges can do to us, guys. We are so blinded by what we don't have. We are so blinded by this jealousy that it leads to a grudge. And that grudge leads to death. And that's literally all sin. All sin, if kept long enough, leads to um, what we call a pregnancy. I know this is weird, right? But And when, when it gives birth, it's, it's death. You give birth to death, and there is literally no life there. Uh, you, you know what? I see with that same story, uh, how hard um, Cain's heart was. And that's exactly what, what grudges does, right? Uh, <laughs> um, what, uh, what a grudge does is it hardens your heart so much that you can no longer even differentiate what is God speaking to you and what is what your flesh is talking to you. Like almost how you said, how he speaks back to Jesus, you know, to God, you know. And um, sorry, Jesus wasn't even a thing back there, but Jesus, God, so it's the same thing. But um, and honestly, what I almost find it, and that's I know that jealousy, it's so ridiculous, right? Because we we're just we're speaking about it. His jealousy got to jealousy. I think it's just a. a it's selfish, right? Jealousy is being selfish. It's what about me, right? His his selfishness got so crazy that even when God comes down and gives him the discipline, he tells him, why is this discipline being upon me? It's way too hard for me. It's like almost saying, bro, I talked to you. I talked to you once. I talked to you twice. You killed your brother. I talked to you three times. You talked to me correctly. I'm going to discipline you. And he still has the audacity to come and say, this discipline is way too hard for me. After he's killed his own brother. And that's what I'm saying that his grudge, just like that, what I said, his grudge got so, so crazy. His, his grudge got so big, it hardened his heart to almost feel like, 
oh, this I can't receive this this huge discipline. I need to change. There needs to be something softer for me. Almost saying once again just what brought him down. His selfishness, which led which led uh, to jealousy, which led to his grudge, and his grudge led to his heart to be um hard, hard as a rock. And and I want to tell you is that if we don't if we don't um if we don't attack your grudges, if we don't attack the grudges that you have in your heart, all your heart does is get harder and harder and harder and harder. And not only just that, but when God tries to come and talk to you, that's what's gonna happen. You're not gonna be able to listen to him. You know what's crazy, dude? Um, it's crazy how when you have when you have a grudge or a sense of jealousy, it, it kind of blinds you to what God has already given you. You're mostly focused on what the other person has. And that was the problem with Cain. He was just focused on what his brother Abel had. Oh, God is so God favors his offering more than mine. You know, God is, you know, favors him more than me. But it's like, dude, God spoke with you. You know, that's that's something that if you read the Bible, it doesn't say, oh, and God spoke to Abel. Oh, and God spoke to Abel. No, God spoke to Cain. God spoke with him. But, you know, he had that, you could say the... It, blindfold. Yeah, blind. He was just blinded by his anger, his jealousy, that grudge that, oh, God didn't accept my offering. But it's like, if you kind of just stop and see what God has for you, then... You'll learn to appreciate it. And I want to tell you guys that everybody's plan is different, man. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, Sam, your plan is different than my plan. Deborah's plan is different than my plan. Shaley's plan is different than my plan. Therefore, if you are trying to copy and paste my plan to your life, it doesn't fit. And you know what? There's going to be people that are going to tell you, Shaley, you should be doing this. Shaley, you, you are good enough to be doing this. And you should be like, you're right. I am good enough. But... I'm going to wait for my time. That's why, honestly, guys, I tell everybody and I tell everybody that if we are caught up, if we are holding on to somebody else's time, all you're hurting is yourself. And that's exactly what a grudge is, right? Holding on to something that is not yours. Holding on to a feeling. And I always tell people this. Um, I don't know if you guys don't know me. I'm, I'm, I'm a leader in the church. And people usually get mad at me. I, for, I don't even know for what. Maybe something that they thought I was speaking to them, but I really wasn't. And I always tell them they get mad at me. And maybe years go by before you, they come in and talk to me again. They're like, look, Danny, uh, I just want to tell you that you hurt me this day. And I'm like, bro, it took you two years to come and tell me this? I've been sleeping like a baby for the last two years. Yeah. The only person that you're hurting is yourself. It's like that <laughs> saying that says, um, when you feel angry or like jealous or grudged in this case, it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to have the side effects of the poison. <laughs> you know? and, and that's so crazy, right? That's why I always tell people, and literally that's why I, I love being so so straight up. I always tell people, if you don't like something I do, come and talk to me about it. Yeah. And, and like, like I almost said, like, oh, if you don't, for example, some people don't like the decisions I take. And then later on, they're like, Oh, but I understand why Danny took that, that that decision. I understood why. And I tell her, I, I tell everybody, like, I don't have to explain to you in the moment why I do everything. But if you tell me, hey, Danny, why did you choose this? I can be like, look, the reason why I do this is because in the future I see this, 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 and I can see this happening. I've seen it many times. And you'd be like, oh, okay. But in, in, instead, instead, people are like, oh my God. It look, out of out of out of injustice, out of out of out of out of jealousy. Even people, for example, I, I've seen people, uh, dude, I'm telling you, I've seen I've seen uh, I've seen people uh, years older people. I have seen them be jealous and hold a grudge on the younger people that are now serving. Oh my God! How come all the young people are serving? And I can tell them, but if it was your kid, you wouldn't be telling anything, right? Because it's not your kid being up there. But I always uh, honestly, and I, I'm, I hope I'm not hitting anybody in the in the nose or anything, right? But I hope I'm not. But I, I want to tell you guys that. 
Today is not your kid, but tomorrow it will be. Tomorrow, these people that are now serving, these people that are going to be leaders someday, which is all of you guys that are in this room, most of you guys are going to be leaders. And I hope that you guys all take my spot. Uh, we need to understand that, that if you hold on to this grudge, all you're killing is the next generation. All you're killing is yourself. All you're killing is those people. And sometimes from that grudge, it can almost bleed into other people. Go ahead, Dora, because I can continue. Um, I was just going to say that uh, with what you were saying, I was, uh, there's a saying that I love in Spanish. I'm going to try to say it in English, but it's uh, sudando calenturas ajenas. Yeah. And it's pretty much saying um, you're sweating other people's fevers. Um, and I think this is like a major one that happens in the church and not only in the church, but in the world, right? We, because we love someone, we see, and because of the things that the person we love, the way their perspective is, or the way that they're telling us things, uh, we tend to feel like, oh, there is injustice going on, or, um, maybe that was not right. And we start to, to get, um, to take grudges, to start to hold anger towards other people who are like in leadership, or it doesn't even only have to be leadership. Sometimes it's uh, um, like a quarrel between brothers, right? And we start to pick sides. And guys, I, I just say, I've seen this too many times, that you just don't know there are two truths. You know, actually there's the her truth, his truth, and then there's the truth. Um, so I, I think that we should all, number one, mind our own business. Uh, that's why there are people who are... Um, <laughs> in charge of fixing these things if you don't know don't talk uh the bible says that a fool can pass as wise by just not speaking so we should literally do this and um to hold a grudge for another person i like sam was saying drinking poison for yourself that's crazy don't do it guys and um if i mean in this podcast and anything can help even just to give you advice is literally you already have enough problems try to fix yourself um and um, you know how we're like using the example of Cain and Abel? Sorry for cutting no, you no, off. No, um, <laughs> um, I kind of, I kind of see it. I kind of look at it this way. Abel, um, Abel was good with offerings, right? God saw that. You know, Abel. God preferred Abel's offering over Cain's, but we see that God spoke to Cain, right? We could, we could see it this way. It's like, all right, a, uh, Abel. Let's say lacked from God not speaking to him, and Cain lacked. From God not accepting his offering, Cain could have been like, "Hey, bro, can you help me out and see um, what I what it is I need to do to make my offering more, you know, acceptable towards God?" And maybe vice versa, Abel could have been like, "Hey, dude, like, bro, what do you do that gets um, God speaking to you?" Instead of holding that grudge against each other, you know, they both have unique gifts. They could use it to help each other out. Hey, hey, Cain, um. What does what does God need me to say to him for him to speak to me? Hey, um, Abel, what do I? What kind of fruits or what do you do? What's the process you do to make your offering more acceptable, uh, more acceptable to God? But sometimes we're so worried about what the other person has. Hey, how come this person has this and I don't have it? You know, Bible says that God gives us each different gifts. You know, and we're supposed to use those gifts to build up on each other. And and you know what? Um, that I think people don't understand as well as holding it, ho what holding a grudge does to you is that it also hurts your spirit. And so, but why? How? Why are you saying this, Shaylee? That doesn't make any sense. No, because sometimes you know the devil finds anything to distract you or for to pull you away to go into the path of the Lord, right? And so, let's say um, you're coming here and worshiping, and um, you're getting in the pre the presence of the Lord. The Holy Spirit is hitting you hard you know like you're in the midst of it but in the middle 
there goes there goes the devil. May God rebuke his name, throwing darts at you and be like, oh no, but remember you're angry at this person, at this person, just throwing whatever situation you have or whatever grudge you have and it completely distracts you and pulls you away from that completely and it's like a whole 180 and it, and where was that connection you were literally connecting with god at that moment you were you were with you were with him you know you were felt feeling the presence and just uh you just uh, went away from it and i have a verse here in matthew um 6 14 15 it says for well it starts off with forgiveness but at, at the i think okay this disregard 14 start at 15 sorry but if you do not forgive others meanings nurturing your heart and anger with the result that it interferes with your relationship with god then your father will not forgive your trespasses so what is it saying here the way you're forgiving others the way you forgive or the way you let go of grudges or hold on to grudges is the same way god is gonna do to you and i was like whoa like oh my gosh like that was crazy and you know and it comes down for that forgiveness and then in mark 4 in mark 11 24 to 25 and in some versions does have 26 but i'm reading the amp version and it says whenever you stand you stand praying if you have anything against anyone forgive him drop the issue let it go so that your father who is in heaven will also forgive your transgressions and wrongdoings against him and others. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive your transgressions as well. So you don't see it in Ma just in Matthew. You see it again in Mark. Yeah, it's so crazy that you said that. I was just speaking to my sister about the same thing, that, that God... God shows us a different type of love, guys. Like, he shows us a way, like, for example, like, for example, he, for example, Shelly, since you spoke to us, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, like, he mm -hmm. comes and he, he forgives all your sins, right? Mm -hmm. And to this day, you continue sinning, just like mm -hmm. everybody here. Yeah. And he, when you come in front of him and when you want to dance and when you want to prophesy and when you want to pray, it's not like he stops you. It's not like he goes, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. Remember on Tuesday, you did this, this, he doesn't do that to you, mm -hmm. but he lets you, he, that's why, that's why I, I, I agree when the Bible says that he tore the veil he has he has almost taken that veil of of shame of saying you're not worthy he has ripped it and has letting you in he has tore it and letting you in and he now lets you and tells you okay just like i treat you i expect you to treat other people and that's why i want to tell you that god doesn't i, I imagine I, I every time that i send on it guys i feel like um i feel like i just you know i feel like i don't deserve the lord and and honestly that's just the story of my life and i hope it changes one day and it has changed it has changed to the better i i, I can't lie but um i just hope that tell him god one day i hope i don't i stop messing up in the same old thing as i always i always do and and he always tells me about what's stopping you from getting close to me and i said you're right <laughs> i'm so sorry and i I've, I've understood that part of me but i almost say and I almost tell people then, how, why is it so easy for me to keep the grudges from other people? Like if somebody does something incorrect to, my, to me or to my family, it's so easy to do it. Or something, uh, so I have jealousy towards somebody. Or for example, um, just like, let's, since we have talking about Cain and Abel, Cain was being disciplined by the Lord. And, and Justin and Proverbs says, it says, my son, do not reject the Lord's discipline and do not be angry when he corrects you. Meaning what Cain should have done is exactly what you said. He should have gone to Abel and said, hey, Abel, can you help me? And Abel would have probably answered back, hey, bro, 
how do I get God to talk to me? And then they would have said something beautiful together. And that's what a true body of what we're doing in jealousy before is complete, right? And I wanted to say this. I want to say this before, but I got caught up with some texts. But I was going to tell you is that, that we have to understand that when we give the example of being the eye, that's not possible because the head is Jesus Christ. So, for example, the right arm helps the left arm when you can't reach. For example, have you guys ever risen your arm and it gets tired? What do you do? Right? You hold, or you alternate, right? Or you yeah. hold your right arm up, or you know, you help your your body is there to help the 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 limb that is being worked or overworked, and that's what we need to do. And and we need to understand that with grudges, what happens with grudges? No, don't touch me. Don't look at me. Don't say anything to me. And almost like breathe. right, right. Like even and even people around you even tell me like when you're angry, when Layla even gets around you, right? You're like, oh, leave yeah, me alone. Leave right? alone. And I agree. And when I'm angry and my sister wants to be happy, I'm like, nah, dude, get the hell out of here. Like, like I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do it. And that's what I, I want to tell you guys that we gotta let go of this grudge, of this, yeah. of this grudge to jealousy of why him and why not me. But go ahead, though. I wanted something to say. I just wanted to uh, back up the the things you were saying with the verse Leviticus nineteen seventeen says. You shall not hit your brother in your heart, but you shall reason frankly with your neighbor so that you don't get sin because of him. You shall not take revenge or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. And what I found uh, so interesting about this is that end is like, why does God say I am the Lord here? And it's because, yo, who do you think you are that you can withhold forgiveness from someone? If I don't withhold forgiveness from anyone, why do you think? Right. And that kind of throws us to Romans 12, 19, where it says, um, Behold, beloved, never avenge yourselves, believe it to the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine and I will repay, says the Lord. And what does it tell us to do, Danny? You know, like, how do we fix these grudges that we have? How do we fix this jealousy that we have? It says, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. It's almost like you give these people a chance even like more. change their mind dude because i'm sorry when i've been mean to someone and i have guys honestly my heart i'm so sorry <laughs> anybody who's listening and i've been mean to you literally forgive me i had bad times i promise jesus <laughs> found me but i'm not perfect yet you've been mean to me don't catch me on the flippity <laughs> flip right <laughs> um but yeah uh and the people have been kind to me in return it's almost like <gasps> a slap in the face how could i have done that right yeah. so i think that's the attitude we should have but instead what we try to do is we try to meet evil with evil and you know that's the human reaction but what we have to start reacting like is jesus how did jesus react to sinners how did jesus react to the people who were going to crucify him he said father forgive them for they don't know what they're doing imagine that dude like i don't know i just i feel like there's so many people who emulated jesus in the bible um esteban while he was being um stoned to death he said the same thing forgive them for they don't know what they are doing yeah. and i'm just thinking guys we're not even being stoned to death what they're telling us maybe like you're ugly yeah. and we're just like how dare like that? Or, or you can do that. Can, like, yeah, yeah yeah we're being stoned maybe like emotionally and it's literally like yeah with fruity pebbles yeah so i i feel, <laughs> I feel like guys we got to get it together and we have to number one stop being uh spiritual weenies and start like literally putting on the armor of christ and learning how to fight against these things, learning to be warriors and uh, using the word of God to help others, not to bring others down. Yeah. And you know, some, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'll keep going. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think he deserves a good I'm sorry, just kidding, just kidding. No, gradually. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you know, you know, sometimes or a lot of times, but 
like okay so god is such a a good god to us he's loving he's kind you know and um he has this whole grace but sometimes uh he can take away blessings from us from holding these grudges and you know and when i was when i was studying this uh, i it came to mind like as long as we hold a grudge we continue giving our tormentor or you know the devil power over our lives we just continue doing that and then we ourselves are holding ourselves bondage what does bondage means it means like a slave like slavery we ourselves hold ourselves into slaves how and, and let me ask you guys this question. How can your hands be free to receive God's blessing if your hands are full of the grudges that you are holding? Right. How, 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 how tell me how does that make sense? You know, <laughs> but you know, like Devora was saying, you have to remember your end game. You know, that helps me a lot. Like when I had this problem, like I had, okay, it's me, Shaylee. A lot of friends give up on me and I don't have friends anymore. But you. it's okay. <laughs> you know, it's okay. It's, it's okay. So I on um, I had like a recent friendship that like failed. I thought we were going to be like best friends, you know, we connected in another level and then she she, you know, whatever, you know, life happens, God knows what he's doing. And then I held the grudge. I was like, "Bro, like why people keep leaving me?" you know? But what I remember, I was like, "You know what? At the end of the day, we have to reflect Jesus." Yes. You know, Jesus called us to serve him and praise him only. Mm -hmm. So that's that's why I remember our end game. I, I said end game because, you know, you guys, a lot of people know Marvel. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, what's it called? We we have to remember that we we are here on this earth for one reason and one reason only. Yeah. Like to let go of everything else. You know, everything else doesn't matter at the end of the day. Because honestly, I don't care about anything else anymore. I'm just like, okay, I'm trying to go to heaven. I'm not trying to stay here, you know, like that's right. it's awful you know after the the tribulation happens and so it says here in in psalms 37 8 through 9 it says stay away from anger and revenge keep envy envy far from you for it only leads you into lies for one day the wicked aka evildoers you know the people that are holding the grudges will be destroyed but those who trust in the lord will inherit the land yeah, uh, and I, I agree. And uh, before you say something, I honestly, honestly, Shaylee, you, you're right. Almost when you said, I don't, like somebody explained to me, like we need somebody to like dig into these feelings yeah. and kind of say, nope, this is kind of wrong. Nope, this is right. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. why it's so important to talk to a leader, mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes you have these feelings and I agree that sometimes I have these feelings and I got to go, no, 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 stop. I got to go talk to a leader because they're in a leader sees it from a, a little Another bit further away yeah. and says, no, no, look, this is jealousy. So stop, stop. And I'm like, no, it's not. No. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, it's jealousy. And yeah. dude, you know who does that to me? I'll be honest. I don't know if he's been on this podcast before, but my brother, Alvaro, he always tells me, he always puts me so like, so like straight and I'm like, no, Albert, that's not it. He's like, no, yes, no. Okay, then no. Like he goes, okay, honestly, this day, like you've seen it and you don't want to do it. And and we have to understand that that's why these leaders are there. That's why you need to understand that that alone by yourself, Shaylee, you can't do it. You know, you can't do it. And neither can I. And neither. That's why we need leader. And on top of the leaders, we have God. And, uh, Jenny? Genesis. <laughs> you, had, you had some insight. I'm so sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Um, I thought it was beautiful. Literally, what you were saying was it's um, connecting to what I was going to bring up. Like, um, when it comes to holding a grudge, like, I've, like, held a grudge so long. And, like, I remember 
I remember I held this grudge for like literally two years and, and I literally was just like, I was like, I'm not going to talk to this person. Like every time this person was next to me, like I would just leave the room. Like I literally couldn't be in the same presence at, as this person. And, and I would talk to my leader and I would, I would tell my leader like, like how I'm feeling. But I, I remember I wouldn't tell her like, um, like everything and and like literally what Danny's saying, like until you tell um, a higher person that can help you, until you tell them like how you feel, you're just gonna keep on like bottling up all these things. And I remember like when I when there was like one time where I just like I remember I let everything out, and then and then because um, I was just like really just tired of it because I knew I was in the wrong and I knew I was bad. I was like dude like. God forgives me for all the sins that I do, but I can't let go of what this person did to me. But I, I was still stubborn, and I was like, no, I'm still gonna, I'm, I'm still not gonna talk to this person ever again. I was just like stuck on that idea. But once I, once I talked to my leader and I told her like the truth on like everything, like it, I felt like such like a, uh, like a relief, like like a new breath, like literally just just came to me and and I was like freed from like all that grudge that I that I had and I just realized like I was trying to control everything by myself and I was trying to control my own feelings that I didn't put God in the situation that I was dealing with and so I think like like the overall thing is just like to let go and let God and let him control everything yeah I think that's the thing right not let go but let God and that's that's you need to just if you actually if you actually spell that all you need to do is add a d to that let go it's let god let god take over and, and it's so crazy because guys that happens so much in our life and in the bible in the bible it also actually says that when you come to his altar before you come to his altar leave your offering in your altar go back come with your brother make amends make do what you gotta do and then you go back to the altar. So, guys, honestly, at the end of the day, this grudge that that we that we hold it only bothers, it only hurts you, us itself. That's and that's how I literally want to reiterate that because, as 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 an as a as an old human being that I am, and yeah, <laughs> I, I've seen so many I've seen so many people almost leave church because of grudges, yeah. and I almost tell people I'm like. And rather, you're the one that's losing. Because those people that maybe have hurt you, they almost, you know what? I feel like almost the enemy puts them somewhere high. Maybe gets them maybe a better job. And then they're like, and then that's the God. Or let's see. Or look, Shayla's going to fall right now. Oh, my God. Why are they so blessed? Oh, my God. They did this to me. And I'm like, oh, my God. Who cares? Worry about your life. Worry about your spiritual well-being. Because if you're only worried about other people, honestly, that's that's exactly what the grudge is. Holding on to something that doesn't even belong to you. But I'm sorry, dude. I know you had something to say for a while. And <laughs> not me, but Jenny took it away from you. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I was just listening to what she was saying about, you know, letting go of a grudge and... You know, it's it's kind of easier said than done. Mm -hmm. And um, what was I going to say? Yeah, you let's say you confess your grudge, everything, but then, you know, you let go, you let God, but then, you know, the enemy comes back, like, let's say, months later and brings that up. You know, and how, how are we spiritually in God? Are we going to let that grudge, you know, come back and take over our life and, 
you know, you're going to feel depressed. You're going to feel sad because of something that happened two years ago. Like, oh, you know, or you're going to be like, no, you know, I rebuked that. God already forgave me. God already forgave the other person. And, you know, just move on. You know, if we look at Jacob and Esau, another example, what happened between them? Jacob took Esau's um, blessing of being the firstborn. And what happened? Uh, there was a constant turmoil between them. And what did the Bible say? Esau was going to literally kill his brother. And what happened with Jacob? His past came back to him. And luckily he was firm in God and God resolved everything. Imagine if Jacob wasn't, you know, in God. I feel like they, there would have been a bloodshed. Yeah. You know, same with King David and, and King Saul. You know, they both, King Saul had a grudge over David. Why? They both had the same, you could say, talent, which was what? Being military connected, right? King Saul hated David because David was more, was more, you could say, more skilled in, in, in the military, you know, area. If we bring that to our time, it's with gifts. We may have the same gift as someone else, you know, but... It's on how you use it. David knew how to use his gift. Why? Because he was constantly connected with God. King Saul wasn't. Okay, and it just all comes down in, in resolving all of this. It's just like what Jenny said, to let go and let God. I have a, a verse here. It's Galatians 5, 22 to 23. And it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love. But not just any love, a love as agape, which is unselfish concern of others. You're you putting you're constantly putting others over your yourself. You know, it's joy, peace, patience and patience, not just the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things. All of this, there's no law. You know, and that's the that's how do you resolve it? Stop being stubborn. I'm stubborn too. Everyone's stubborn. You know, just let go. I I just wanted to um, everybody's like just going back to what Jenny said, but I just wanted to remind everybody to be patient with yourself. Grudges are not fixed overnight. Um, the only advice I would say is don't be comfortable in your grudge. Um, be uncomfortable in it. Uh, shake yourself. Remind yourself. And I think honesty is the best policy with god guys uh, sometimes we pretend to be better than we are before him and he knows the deepest darkest places in our hearts so say the truth when you are weak tell him because in his uh in our weakness his power is made perfect um and i hold on to that promise and i testify that in my weakness god's power has been amazing um and when i have said god i can't look this is who i am this is my condition literally i am terrible look at me um, he's always been there to help me. He's always been there to do what I can't with his grace. He completes what I can't. So um, I definitely think be patient with yourself, but don't be comfortable in your grudge. Fight it. Expose it at all times. Okay, guys, uh, we have reached around 31 minutes. We're not going to end yet. I just want to take like 10 minutes. And um, I think I want to go around and just give. So we are we, we, we talked about jealousy. We talked about grudges. And um, maybe we can give an advice if we give one each is four. Of how to maybe get rid of this grudge, how to get rid of this jealousy, and um, I'm gonna go first since I have the mic. I'm gonna go first, and <laughs> I think um, the best thing that uh, I can probably tell you guys to get rid of grudges and to get rid of uh, this jealousy is 
just like horses um, have these blinders on their side, we must be like that. The reason why horses have these blinders on their side is so they don't look left or right. And in order for you guys to maintain the eye on the price and see um, God, which is that's our that's our prize, guys. That's our portion. That's what we want. That's what we're working towards. Uh, we we need to understand that it doesn't happen what happened doesn't matter what happens to our right or to our left it doesn't ha doesn't matter who's beating us in this race because this is not a race of winning but this is, this is not a race of who gets there first but it's a race to finish that is the point that is the whole point of the race the race is not to win first place but it's to finish and he who finishes reaches the purpose and i want to tell you guys that i think the best way to overlook jealousy and not let jealousy fill your heart is Number one, don't look left or right. It's not about what other people are doing around you, but it's about what you are doing to yourself. And if by any chances, um, if by any chance you have looked left or right, and you're being filled with grudges, and you're being, you're holding on to something that you should, you shouldn't probably do. The best thing to do is go to a ministerial. How what do you call it? What do you call it? Ministerial counseling. counseling. Spiritual counseling. Spiritual counseling. You need to let this out. You need not only to be not only to let this go but you need to be prayed for you need to be you need somebody else a little bit older maybe a little bit uh wiser that knows that is biblically sound and it needs to um go in there just like a surgeon guys a grudge or something inside you need to go in there open up your heart remove the nasty stuff once they take it out close you back up and let you go so you can continue your life. I think if we if we if we take those two steps, I think there'll be a, a, a much healthier youth and a much healthier you uh, inside of church. I don't know. You want to? Oh, or you want to go? Um, yes. What I my piece of advice is um, we mentioned it already, but go to your leader, go to whoever um, is uh, authority that. Uh, you're comfortable talking to you know sometimes we just see the bad in a problem and i will always say this example because it's so true i i think that what i said it but we're like stuck in a hole but they are the rope out of the of that hole that we've been stuck out you know we can't see a solution to the problem that we've been dwelling in forever we are we're blinded so my advice is to go to a leader and for sure they will help you out it no judgment no nothing they they are the answer to your problem and go to jesus as well jesus helps you so much guys <laughs> so much just continue on this path like danny said don't look right or left and go to your leader um i i guess i have um two but i'm just gonna make it super quick uh luke 7 47 therefore i tell you her sins which are many are forgiven for she loved much but he who is forgiven little loves little. Um, and I love this one in Spanish. I wish it says, El que más se le perdona más ama. So if you've been forgiven, you know love. Um, and if you know love, you know God. Um, so maybe let's stop focusing on human love and like the emotions and feelings. But love is an action. We've talked about this. Love is a decision that we make every day. So choose to love those who do you wrong. Um, and at one time I heard an hermana say this and I thought it was the best thing ever. She was holding a grudge against her father and she said, you know, in the in the tongue is the power of life and death. So what she did is every morning when she woke up, she confessed, I bless my dad. I bless my dad. I bless my dad until until she believed it. And when she said, I bless my dad, um, dang, there was one more, but I, I can't remember. Then she did another one. And then she said, I love my dad. I love my dad. I love my dad. 
And um, I thought that was so amazing how she went. There was three steps, guys, but I I, don't, I forgot one. I'm sorry. Uh, fail. But uh, she started in blessing him. Oh, no. It was, I forgive my dad. I forgive my dad. I forgive my dad. Then it was, I bless my dad. I bless my dad. I bless my dad. And then it ended with, I love my dad. I love my dad. And she said that at the end, uh, her mouth had confessed these things so much that she believed it. And she had a new relationship. Like, a new relationship was born with her dad. And everything that she had done, um, everything that he had done to her before in the past no longer mattered mattered because she had forgiven him like her her forgiveness was genuine maybe at first it was like oh i don't forgive him but i'm going to say it and it's almost like because she was fighting her flesh like i said jesus's grace helped her with the rest uh, i think that was the most amazing advice i've ever heard and anyone who ever tells me they have a grudge this is what i say uh start like this um i forgive i bless and then you love um you could say my input would be god is looking for Availability, availability, not ability. Meaning what? Um, it doesn't matter. Like you know, let's say, oh, I'm a if whatever you do in church or in life, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. God just wants you to be available and just be like, God, I'm here. I'm not perfect. You know, this is how I'm feeling. Help me out. Because if we try to fix it ourselves, trust me, it's. Just gonna you try to hold this pillar here while this other pillar is gonna fall down. You run back here, this other pillar here is gonna fall down. You're running in circles, and God is like, "What are you doing? Just give it all to me. Let me hold everything for you." All right, guys, we have reached our limit of today. Of today, so um, I hope this was a blessing to you guys. Uh, I remind you guys to please not uh, not forget um about following us on our um, on our social media and guys give us a like give us a subscription a little i don't know what you call it a little ring ding bells <laughs> things that there is right there yeah you know um Subscribe, and guys honestly i hope we're a blessing to everybody's life and honestly send us a message if you want to have any suggestions any questions uh, and let's get this season two started take care guys yeah. God bless.